there, welcome to 7 Minute Medics. My name is Martha Nicholson and I'm a 5th year medical student from the Hull York Medical School. In this podcast, medical students will be challenging themselves to revise a topic in 7 minutes or less. In this episode, 5th year medical student Jonathan Byron will be talking to us about iron deficiency anemia. The World Health Organisation defines anemia as a haemoglobin concentration below 130 grams per litre in males or below 120 grams per litre in females. As haemoglobin is the molecule in red blood cells that carries oxygen, a low concentration of haemoglobin results in a reduced ability to transport oxygen to the tissues. Iron deficiency anemia is an anemia that occurs when the body doesn't have enough iron to synthesise haemoglobin. As there are multiple different types and causes of anemia, they are subdivided based on their effects on red blood cells. Iron deficiency anemia is a microcytic hypochromic anemia. This means it results in small red blood cells that have a low amount of haemoglobin in them. Iron deficiency anemia is the most common cause of anemia worldwide and is very common in the UK as well, with 7-9% of adult women and 0-4% of adult men affected. The causes of iron deficiency can be broken down into three categories. Reduced intake, increased iron loss due to bleeding, or increased need. Reduced intake includes not eating enough oral iron, but also includes poor absorption due to things like low gastric acid secretion, surgery, or celiac disease. Iron loss through bleeding is common in women due to menstruation, especially menorrhagia, but another important cause is GI bleeding. Causes of this include malignancy, peptic ulcer disease, inflammatory bowel disease, and esophageal varices. Finally, high iron requirement states like pregnancy and rapid growth in children can provoke an iron deficiency anemia. The important risk factors for iron deficiency anemia include pregnancy, menorrhagia, GI irritant drugs like non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, clopidogrel and corticosteroids, as well as a vegetarian or vegan diet. Iron deficiency anemia can present on a blood test asymptomatically, especially in the case of chronic occult blood loss due to compensation by the body. If symptoms do occur, they can include fatigue, shortness of breath on exertion and hair loss. Pica, or the craving of non-food substances, can also be associated. On examination, the patient may have mucosal pallor, spoon-shaped nails or coilonychia, ulcerations of the corners of the mouth called angular chelitis, or a sore or burning tongue with loss of the papillae known as atrophic glycitis. Iron deficiency anemia is diagnosed by blood tests. As previously mentioned, a full blood count will show microcytic hyperchromic anemia with a low haemoglobin, a low mean corpuscular volume, microcytic, and a low mean corpuscular haemoglobin, hyperchromic. However, there are other causes of microcytic hyperchromic anemias, such as thalassemia or anemia of chronic disease, so iron studies should also be carried out. These will show a low serum ferritin, which is an iron storage protein that acts as an indirect measure of the body's iron stores. They may also test the serum iron, which will be low, the total iron binding capacity, which will be high as there is less iron to bind, or the transferrin saturation, which will be low. Transferrin is an iron transport protein. Less iron means less saturation of transferrin. A third blood test to consider is a peripheral blood smear, 
which will show microcytic hyperchromic red cells visually, as well as show variability in red blood cell size, known as anisocytosis, and shape, poikilocytosis. Other investigations include looking for an underlying cause via celiac disease serology and endoscopy or colonoscopy. NICE recommends referring patients with new diagnoses aged over 60 on a two-week weight cancer pathway. Otherwise, gastroenterology referrals for new diagnoses are advised for men and postmenopausal women without overt non-GI bleeding, patients over 50 with marked anemia or significant colorectal cancer family history, and premenopausal women with colonic symptoms, strong family history of GI cancer, or treatment-resistant iron deficiency anemia. Gynecology referrals are advised for treatment-resistant menorrhagia or postmenopausal bleeding. The management of iron deficiency anemia mainly consists of iron replacement. NICE recommends advising the patient on a balanced intake of iron-rich foods like dark green vegetables and meat on top of iron supplementation if dietary intake is thought to be a contributing factor. The first-line pharmacological treatment is oral iron supplementation with ferrous sulfate, fumarate or gluconate. Side effects are common, including constipation, diarrhoea and dark grey stools, and oral iron is often poorly tolerated as a result. NICE recommends treatment for three months if haemoglobin levels are responsive to treatment. Severe or treatment-resistant iron deficiency anemia can be treated with intravenous iron or even blood transfusion if necessary, and these may also be used for preoperative anemia. Finally, one complication of anemia is that very severe anemia, so a haemoglobin of less than 50 grams per litre, can result in heart failure. While this is uncommon, it can complicate treatment, as giving transfusions to reverse the anemia can instead result in fluid overload. So thank you all for listening, and if you found this episode useful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have any questions, corrections, or suggestions for future episodes, you can visit our webpage at anchor.fm slash 7minutemedics.